Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for February 13th, 2020. The topic this week is Reflections After Five Years of Garden Writing. To write as one should of a garden, one must write not outside it or merely somewhere near it, but in the garden. Francis Hodgson Burnett, 1849-1924. This month marks five years that I've been writing the Literary Gardener column. To celebrate this milestone and the sunny weather we've been having, I'm taking Francis Hodgson Burnett's advice and writing in my garden. I remember it was Burnett's classic children's book, The Secret Garden of 1911, that first made me think of gardens as magical places. When I was around 10, on Saturday afternoons, my mom would drop me off with my older brother at the public library so she could have a few hours to herself. The books I read from the library carried me to places far beyond my experiences growing up in Central Florida in the 70s. I brought home a tall stack of books and fed my love for horses through the pages of Anna Sewell's Black Beauty, Marguerite Henry's Misty of Chincoteague, and Enid Bagnall's National Velvet. I only got to see real horses during Sunday drives to the country, but I knew I would have a horse of my own someday. My dad grew a vegetable garden in our backyard, and I enjoyed helping him tend his lettuce, tomatoes, and cucumbers. Our work side by side made me feel closer to him. But I didn't think of gardens as particularly enchanting places until the week I added the secret garden to my pile of library books. Through the pages, I stepped into Burnett's English Manor Garden, walled off and long since locked and neglected, right alongside her heroine, Mary. The mysteries of the abandoned garden beckoned, prompting Mary and me to ask for our own bit of earth, to plant seeds in, to make things grow, to see them come alive. Since then, my gardening life has been an exciting journey, imagining and creating my own bits of earth in each place I've lived since my childhood in Florida. For the past five years, it's also been rewarding for me to share my journey through my writing with other gardeners in the Rogue Valley. Inspired by several of my favorite passages from The Secret Garden, here are some things I've learned along the way. Hang in there. It is astonishing how short a time it can take for very wonderful things to happen. I found this is as true for beginning a piece of writing as it is for beginning a gardening chore. It all starts with that first step. In the garden, there was nothing which was not quite like themselves. Mary and her friends came to understand their connection to the natural world and thus their connection to each other. It's a special gift that gardens give to all gardeners. Perhaps there is a language which is not made of words and everything in the world understands it. My garden speaks to me if I take the time to listen. My challenge each week is to transform what I hear and understand into words. If you look the right way, you can see that the whole world is a garden. Plants are the foundation of the food chain. What plants need is what we all need. I can't think of anything more important to learn and to write about. As long as you have a garden, you have a future. And as long as you have a future, you are alive. Gardeners are the ultimate optimist. So are garden writers. However many years she lived, Mary always felt that she should never forget that first morning when her garden began to grow. It's the springtime high all gardeners experience. It's what keeps me coming back for more gardening and more garden writing. And the secret garden bloomed and bloomed and every morning revealed new miracles.
My gardening and my writing about gardening has become less about what I do for the plants and more about noticing what the plants do for themselves and for me. Everything is made out of magic, leaves and trees, flowers and birds, badgers and foxes and squirrels and people. So it must be all around us, in this garden, in all the places. When I was helping my dad in his vegetable garden as a kid, I didn't see the magic all around me. But then I read The Secret Garden, and I saw Mary's bit of earth sprung from the imagination and pen of Frances Hodges Burnett. Her book opened my eyes to the magic of gardens and gardening, and so have the countless novels and nonfiction books I've read since then. I've been drawn to particular titles at different points in my gardening life, and the books I've chosen have shaped my gardening practices and experiences. Thank you for reading and listening to The Literary Gardener. And that's it this t- for this time. Thanks so much for listening, and happy gardening.